Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Things we said on the radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that. This city is, or sorry, this this list of cities is, is pretty darn impressive. So I'll just give you a couple. Stockholm in Sweden. Hong Kong. Nice. Amsterdam. Tokyo. Pretty big name cities, world renowned Classic. for so many things. Yes. Yeah. The culture, the people, the security, the options, the technology. This is the list of the world's safest cities. Copenhagen comes in at number one. Oh, yes. You've been, haven't you? Love Copenhagen. If you go visit there, you will have like this inner voice yelling at you saying, please, let's move there. I've heard. I mean, taxes are a little, a little high there, but all the offerings are, are pretty darn impressive. Number two, missing out on the number one spot by point two is Toronto, Ontario. Tor- Wait, Toronto Tor- almost beat Copenhagen? 82.4 for Copenhagen, 82.2 for Toronto. So they take the top 60 global cities. There's 76 different indicators of security uh, across health and digital infrastructure, personal environmental factors, yada, yada, blah, blah, blah. Toronto at number two. I have a lot of love for that city. I, I've enjoyed it. I have fun there. My brother was born there. My family spent some time there. But have they even read a newspaper from the GTA in the last month? Okay, I'm baffled as somebody who... I So I recently fell in love with Toronto. To be honest with you, I did not think Toronto had nice things. I thought it was a jam-packed, <laughs> stinky city. No, honestly, I came from the country. Yeah. A lot of people say Toronto's full of city which... So, no, people say that, and when you grow up hearing that, you believe it until you become an adult and yep. you go there. Right, and have your own thoughts. Toronto is great. It actually has so much to offer. I fell in love with it this summer. However, you cannot compare it to Copenhagen. Copenhagen, you go there, they have drinking water, like clean drinking water, all over that city. There's actually an app you can get for all the fountains in the city where you can get clean, fresh drinking water. I don't, from my time, and maybe perhaps I was just in a more touristic area, and that's yeah. why, but I didn't see a single homeless person while I was there. There is huh. there is so much green in Copenhagen. Everybody on their balcony just has bushes and plants, and everybody makes eats fresh, healthy food right from the ocean, which they're ta- like... And in Toronto, Toronto almost beat it. You can't even, you can't even, like, I wouldn't even open your eyes if you go swimming in the beach there. Uh, Toronto is, it it just feels like it's uh, just one giant Chick-fil-A now. Like, every four kilometers, there's a Chick-fil-A has popped up. (laughs) Like, and I think Toronto has the potential to maybe beat Copenhagen someday, but you need to, you know, there's a lot of homeless people there. You got to help, help those people get on their feet. Get some clean drinking, get some clean things. Just get clean. I, I am... Utterly shocked streets? on it. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the fact. But, I mean, it's it keeps climbing since 2018. It is up from number four, now up to number two. But, again, only .2 away from uh, from tying that number one spot with Copenhagen. I wonder if there was some under, some cash in hand to make this all a thing. So, um, uh, there's the latest. I mean, you can't afford to live there, but you can at least go visit. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Jeep ducking. Apparently, Jeep ducking is a thing. And a new trend, it started in the province of Ontario. So uh, congrats in that regard. And it was all about just spreading some extra positivity. For the most part, apparently, being in that whole Jeep crew is just lovely. You get the Jeep wave. You, uh, If you park beside another Jeep, you'll have a chit-chat about your mods and all the cool, fun things that come out of owning a Jeep. 
Like I, my friend Noel, he didn't know for three years that oh, there's actually drain plugs in the floor. So if there's ever water in the Jeep, it just drains right on out. All the oh, things you know, it's it's like cool. this free education that comes. Like a big all, tub. Yeah, be with uh, with that whole community. But Jeep ducking is the trend. Is you get a rubber duck and you write some positive messages, whatever those may be. And then you either set them on the hood of the Jeep if you drive by. You If the, the the top is off or down and you can reach and you put it in the back seat. So it's a little bit of a surprise. They find it later Cute. on. So yeah, pretty interesting. And then it was the convo was, well, what other car community is as warm and inviting as Jeepies? Well, we asked about the motorcycle thing because, you know, that's always like a yep. two-finger wave, like down low. And we had a texter say that means two wheels on the ground. Okay, makes sense. Uh-huh. Still love it. We also had somebody else text us saying that livestock haulers all wave to each other. See, I just thought that that was because my dad was a farmer and it's just uh. a farmer thing. <laughs> but the, they said, especially if they are coming in and going from the same place. That makes sense. And it's extra joyful. How about Tacoma truck drivers? Toyota Tacoma. Not, not a massive pickup truck. Very practical, very handy. But someone said that Tacoma taco. I wish you could see Jeff's hand. It that, almost looks trying, like the way a Barbie's hand is. I'm trying to with make the straight, it straight. Yes. With, with your four fingers together and your thumb kind of out, but then you would hold it like you would a taco shell. Or make a taco shell with your hand. Like, or don't if you're driving. Yeah, Lego hands. Dentist. But I, I, I'm completely <laughs> oblivious to, to knowing that this was a thing. Is is there something in the world of Ford Mustang owners or Camaros or Super... Is there something there that we don't... No, but I have yet to see like a Mustang Mustang because I have never ridden in a Mustang and, and subsequently driven past another. Well, to answer your question about the del- delivery driver thing, though, got a text saying I work for FedEx and we absolutely wave or not at each other. We're not in competition with each other. We have lots of respect with each other because, you know, throughout the last year, the current heat wave and all that stuff, we're all working harder than we ever have. Oh, like, yeah. Extreme temperatures and extreme deliveries. So... Kia Soul owners try to get behind one another to form a soul train. I like that. I like that a lot. Oh, man. Okay, so how come we've been we've been talked about this a couple times this morning? What is for Nissan drivers? I yeah. need to know. Nothing. Um, often it's uh, stickers and uh, modified rims on a lot of Nissans, <laughs> unfortunately. But I thought, are you talking about Subarus? No, well, there's that. The <laughs> yeah. Su- oh, yeah. The Subaru crew. The super, like those that have like their, their, their street legal cars, their little four doors, but they're rocket ships. They fly. Yeah, people love their souped they up love, supers. Yep, absolutely. Wow, the education. Volkswagen Beetles. Now, my friend Leah had one for years, and it was always a little bit of a wave, but it was always, she'd always wave near because uh, the earlier edition had a had a vase or a vase where you could put a fake flower or a flower. Oh, in. really? And I, I, she never, she's like, I don't know, I just wave when other bug drivers wave to me. Huh, I thought as a Volkswagen bug driver or Beetle, that's what I've always call them. I thought you didn't have the right to do have your own wave because you already caused countless other people to punch each other oh, right. all the time. Yeah, oh, that you know that is another. That's usually yeah, pastors. My kids love that move still. And one I was unaware of, Dodge Ram drivers. You know that move? What? Rock horns. Really? Dodge Ram. Dodge Ram. No. Apparently, you do the Dodge Ram horns. Since the Dodge Ram logo already is ovaries, they should turn the rock horns into <laughs> ovaries. The ovary hand. <laughs> We got honestly, let's keep our hands on the wheels a little bit. Can we do that? Let's. Hey, let's I would it. rather you wave to another driver than using that other hand to text. Because I, and uh-huh. just an FYI, if somebody rolls down their window and yells at you at a stop site for texting, that's me. Take that. Good to know. Well, that's what Nissan drivers I do will, then. They yell. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. All right. 
mornings with Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Origin stories of your name. Were you named after someone? Was it a random selection? Trying to help out my brother-in-law and, and their challenges. Because the great debate is if they can't figure out a good name, then they they don't believe they'll, they'll have another child. That's how locked up they are in all of this. Um, for, for us, we were I had about 16 different boys' names. Um, no, girls' names. We had two girls. My wife, she took the lead on that. And there's also been this argument that, and, and you can agree or disagree, I'm neutral on all of this, but it's, well, the mom should have the final say. What? Oh, the, the she's, mother. She's doing the birthing? Not not always, but I mean, most times, yes, that, that is the case. Uh, I don't know if I agree with that. It's whatever. I don't... Feels like it still feels like a joint effort. I mean, I think you should both agree on the name. I do believe that you know, uh, the mom could probably do enough convincing that whoever the other yeah. person is could possibly just crumble at that point. So, uh, some text coming in uh, one that reads, My sister is named after a background character in Battlestar Galactica. Uh, Galactica. So, her name is Starla, and that is that's interesting. Another one that said, my parents wanted a boy. When they found out I wasn't a boy, my dad thought, well, Tyler, for a girl, that'd be different. So they just left it. Hey, I kinda, I like that. It's, yeah, there's there's gender neutral and then some that have never been applied. I mean, there were, one person at one point went, you know what, Jody could, if it, uh, maybe it started initially uh, as a girl's name. Well, my brother, his name is Jody. My mom wanted to name me Ashley. She acknowledged she did want, she wanted girls. She got two boys instead. Well, you don't say. So my dad wasn't on board with that because I was the second child. So he said, like a compromise of Charlie. I said, well, that is a, and his pitch was, that's a neutral name. Yeah, it is. That that could go anywhere. Mom was kind of, but she still wasn't sold on it. If it weren't for my Aunt Diane, I would have been an Ashley or Charlie. My Aunt Diane named me Jeff. Well, Jeffrey. That's way more fitting. I could not see you as a Charlie. I could see you as an Ashley, though. No. Yeah. No. Your hair's the right shade. For what's left of I've it, never yeah. met. <laughs> I've never met an Ashley, like a, a a dude Ashley. Yeah. That has like darker hair. Always like that, like light brown to like blonde. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I could you pull could that have, off. I'm gonna start calling you that when you get like salty now. Uh, like, Ashley, you watch everybody because everybody has an alter ego <laughs> which they name themselves, and I think yours just became Ashley. <laughs> Another origin story for names from my boys uh, reads this text. I watch credits after movies. <laughs> when my uh, before my second son was born, we had told my mother-in-law uh, what the name was. She complained so much. We we in fact changed it. See that I get. Sometimes you have the influence, or let's call it what it is. It's just straight up pressure. Uh, we just got a very interesting text. We just named my son Matrick after my friends Matt and Rick. And the end part is not R-I-C-K, it's R-Y-K. <laughs> but I, I like that. I don't know. I think it's honest with unique. You. It's I, different. I just I, keep thinking mattress. <laughs> I feel terrible for teachers that when they do roll call the first couple of days, because uh, I, I had a similar experience in, in coaching young kids hockey, trying to read this going... There are like nine X's in this kid's name, but they're all silent. Like, I don't understand because mm-hmm. <laughs> all these new spellings that are coming in with new names, but it's the evolution of, of words and languages. Yeah, and I that's true. That's true. Uh, no diss on the spelling. I'm just saying I've never heard. I mean, you've made up the name. Your mm-hmm. friends, Matt and Rick, must be the coolest people oh, ever. Yeah, and over the moon. Because normally, if you're going to name your kid after someone, it's someone. To have a twofer there. I know. 
I know. 1-105-3-97-5-97-5. Origin stories. I'm making a, a colossal list. It's going to be a mile long, and it's good because it's going to help those that maybe had a little too much fun during the pandemic Lovato, and then you got a baby <laughs> on the way. It's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. Vibe Station. Virgin Radio. Names. Origin stories. I'm trying to help my brother-in-law out. They are locked up. They've done the books. They've done the websites. They have two kids, Harrison and Amelia. They're cute as buttons. Perfectly fitting names. But they've, they've run out of options. So the challenge is great. So it was the, well, how did you come up with your kids' names? We ran through that. Uh, Laura's. Now, yours yours is unique. My full name is Laura Lynn. It is hyphenated. Yep. No thanks to my mother, who, <laughs> when I was born, my parents were like, okay, it's going to be first name Laura, second name Lynn, then Geddes. Well, no, 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 no. My mom decided to switch up the birth certificate last minute because she always wanted one name hyphenated. I don't know if it's just because she loved living out. She actually grew up in London, Ontario, moved out to the to the farm. So I don't know if she just wanted a little country bumpkin with Laura Lynn on the end there. Right. Um, but anyway, she did that last minute. So I have no middle name. I feel a little ripped off because my oldest brother has two. And I have none. I'm a dual. I have Raymond Elmer. Oh, yeah. Dad and grandpa. Now, could you not? Now, you could, because technically it's just a dash. You could reapply and get an updated birth certificate. You could. I don't oh, know if you have to do a so formal name effort, change. That's so much effort, though. I am not changing my name. It is what it is. Okay. So some people do that. They, some people they, do. They, they lean into the clerical side to make sure it's exactly how they want when they become adults. I love uh, just how all over the place this is. Someone said, my mom let my sister pick my name. That would be fun. Uh, someone who at uh, a text that reads, our, our son was born with red hair, named him Russell, so we could call him Rusty. Oh, I was going to say, like, I, the name Russ, as you get older, too, I vibe on that. Because it, it, it ages with you as you go. Some names don't necessarily age as well, but I feel like a Rusty absolutely does. <laughs> a text that says, I'm, I work in a daycare. Do not name your child something weird. We will judge you. Well... Now, listen, I understand everybody wants their kid to have a unique name, or if it's a normal name, everybody wants it to be spelled uniquely, yep. which is fine. It's your kid. It's their life. Do whatever you want with it. But just please be aware that if you are spelling the name with really weird and sensational spelling, yep. you can't get mad at people for not knowing how to pronounce it, and your kid's going to have to deal with people mispronouncing it for the rest of their life. That's just it. And that's what it is. And that's, if you want to do that, you know, you probably already know the risks associated with that. Carrie sent us a text. Her mom, she was nameless for days after being born. And there was a bottle of the Carrie hand lotion, but her mom just threw an extra R in. So people wouldn't necessarily know. But she now, that she knows, she tells everybody she was named after hand lotion. Hey, way better oh. than Luberderm, because that, that well, doesn't really know, roll off the tongue. I mean, normally... Things named after hand lotion don't really become babies. So good job. <laughs> Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. On Virgin Radio. It's Guest Gossip. On Virgin Radio. A tale of two rappers. In one corner, we have Kanye West, who, don't forget, in case you missed it yesterday, doxed Drake on Twitter, released his address for his place in Toronto, his giant mansion. Here's the reason why it wasn't really that big of a deal. Obviously, it's a huge deal if you dox somebody online. Of course. You will be contacted by the police if you do that. You cannot do that to people. However, Drake's mansion had such special zoning laws and all that stuff anyway. I remember the developers put on YouTube a video, like an air video of the house 
So, I mean, it's no it's no big secret where he lives. And I think that's maybe why it's not a big deal. However, Drake er, has responded to that by just posting a video of himself driving and laughing. I'd play the audio for you, but it's a little bit harder to hear, so there's no point. But he's just like, <laughs> basically. Kanye West has responded to that by posting. He's deleted everything off his Instagram with just a photo of his old house on the south side of Chicago. He is recreating Donda's house for his next listening party inside that stadium in Chicago. He's flat out. I've seen the pictures of it. He's rebuilding a whole house inside the stadium. So basically a movie set, like a a model version of the home he grew up in. So far, it looks like a home-home version. But yeah, so far, the outside of it is going to be a very real thing. And this kind of furthers the conspiracy theory that Kanye West is never going to actually release Donda. It's already been released. What you hear at these listening parties is what you're going to get. Because he's total art guy right now, like so into it. I think that's kind of cool, actually. Be great if he like slid some of his pals at Virgin Radio a couple tracks. Wouldn't mind that. Um, But... That's the theory. Now, the other theory for Drake's certified lover boy, he said it's going to drop this summer. Well, buddy, summer's almost over. Again, pumpkin spice lattes are out today. Thank you. Uh, So your time is ticking, but people are saying maybe he's going to drop that album on the same day as Kanye West, too. So it's a bit of a hot mess. I'll update you as it goes on because you know that's not the end of it. I'm sure at his next listening party, he will say something about Drake or at least allude to it. Something like that. Just be done with it. Talk, focus on oneself and, and move past all that other garbage. It's such a that is a, such a grade nine, grade ten high school move between the two. Yeah, and I love it though. Come on, it just gives me some Geddes gossip to I talk guess. about that's not Tiger King related or anything like that. Uh, this is really cool. Beyonce and Jay Z have been named the new faces of Tiffany, like Tiffany Diamonds. Beyonce is the first black woman to wear that iconic, that giant Tiffany diamond, and like one of the, I think she's the third ever to wear woman to wear that diamond and Lady Gaga wore it once too you know that it's like a giant yellow gold it's a literal rock it's a massive it's an actual yeah yeah, it's good on brand I so much respect for Jay-Z and Beyonce what they've done because they both essentially came from nothing but when you think Tiffany's you think Beyonce slash Jay-Z you think Tiffany's unattainable only available on Tidal yeah Just things you're going to pay a lot of money for. Uh, yeah. But a lot of people are excited about this. And I mean, here's the funny thing, though, is that the artwork that they're posing with for this Tiffany's campaign uh, is a painting by Jean-Michel Basquiat. I hope I said that right. Anyway, uh, I guess this artist is not living anymore and his work has been used on a lot of promotional things. It's this typical situation of the estate running and making a ton of money with an artist's work when he, if he was living right now, would mm-hmm. never approve of it. But the artwork is pretty cool at the same time. Well, there's that. Kind of glad that. I got to see it. <laughs> Coming up and get us gossip at a sorry at nine twenty. Mayhem Bialik, Jeopardy wants her so so badly. I'll tell you about that in an hour. And a few minutes out, uh, the latest trend on, on TikTok: milk crate challenge. Are you into it? Let's hope not, for the sake of you know a fracture here or there. That's coming up. Jeff and Laura with backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. Milk crate challenge. Oh. No. Oh. I haven't seen this challenge actually pop up on my TikTok, thankfully. Maybe maybe TikTok knows that I generally don't want to watch this kind of stuff. However, I've seen it reposted to Instagram so many times. And basically, 
The way that this goes is milk crates are stacked as if it's a set of steps shaped in a pyramid or almost like imagine how a pixelated Christmas tree would look. Yeah, and they stack it to seven high. That's the goal is you can reach seven. And they walk up to the seventh milk crate and then you have to walk down. We'll say attempt to walk. I have yet (laughs) to see success. It's all fails. And the landing if not on the pile of milk crates, like landing on your chest, your sternum, your rib cage, it, you just hear the whoo, like the air leave your lungs. Yeah, and it's, it's. Mm-mm. So I haven't seen any fails. I've actually only seen wins. And a lot of the ones that I've seen have been like where people make a lot of bets. And if you can go up and down these seven milk, milk crates, you get a lot of money from whoever's at your barbecue from it. But I saw a woman do it in heels. Did she successfully do it too? Yes. Oh, so she was on her toes then. But you have to have good balance, but you also have to have a good quality milk crate that hasn't been beaten up in the back of a truck for years on end. This is my question. Where are people getting all of these milk crates from? And your local convenience store wants them back. (laughs) Like, I used to work at Ripley Food Mart, okay? Those things are precious, and they are used to return spoiled items, things that didn't get back, so you can get a little bit of insurance money back, whatever. Uh... (laughs) Now people are just using them as steps. I know. They, they, milk crates are the best. Like from carrying hockey pucks to sports equipment. My dad, so I grew up in a restaurant and we had a collection of about eight or 10 that weren't kind of in circulation for the everyday use. Yeah. But never in my life did I feel like, I want to stack these and I want to see if I can get over <laughs> this little mountain. No, this is, I mean, it's better than other challenges like eating Tide Pods. Okay. Is it? Yes, it, 100%. It's... It's the level of danger is the same but different because one is ingestion, the other one is you are going with a fracture to the hospital. Like people are doing this like there's lots of room in the ER, which we clearly know in some spots in America, not the case. <laughs> I actually saw it. That's so funny you said that. I saw a tweet that said exactly that yesterday, making fun of it. Like y- y'all are acting like there's room for in the hospital to carry you right yeah, now. Yeah, no. there's not. Please. Like, I can't imagine anybody in healthcare right now when you see this milk crate challenge pop uh-huh. up on your timeline. They're just like, no, please and stop. You know who's happy about this? One profession and one little slice of a profession what? in medical field, orthopedic surgeons. All right, what are we doing today? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, yeah. we're resetting an ankle. Can't wait for that. It's exciting. Yeah, but- and don't forget, though, don't forget, if you do something like this milk crate challenge and you bust a rib... You can't do anything about that. You have to sit and try to breathe through that pain for as long as your rib takes to oh, heal yeah. itself. Coughing, sneezing, speaking Laughing. loudly. Yeah, thank you. The worst idea. Allergy so. season is always here or a new one is about to start. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. How are you going to smell your pumpkin spice latte? That's right. The broken rib. Mm-hmm. Out today, yes. So while we are talking about it, this is not encouragement. We are trying to downplay it and, and let's avoid this trend from continuing. I don't know who started it, but... Just be- because you hear about something doesn't mean you should do it. And Thank take you. that from many TikTok challenges, like reviews on certain products that are very gimmicky or recipes like we talked yep. about last week. I like this. I like how you operate. I sound like a one of like I sound like a nineties PSA right now. <laughs> Don't always believe the things you hear and see online, kids. Don't you put it in your mouth. Remember that one? <laughs> it's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben. Yeah. My station. Virgin Radio.